Oh, how be you? My neighbor. <laughs> I would love to be your neighbor. Yeah, that'd be so dope. Coco asked me to move into her house when she was planning on moving out, but it was just really short notice and kind of scary. <laughs> now, she, she's doing it right now. I was talking to her this morning. Yeah. She's in it. She is in it. Good, good luck, stuff. Coco. It's good stuff. One day I will maybe potentially be close to being your neighbor. I would love to move down there, be near you guys. Listen, Jersey's cool. I don't think it's much different from where I live now, to be honest. Everyone thinks well, I'm not I'm not even gonna get started. Well, I'm where you live that. in Jersey is very nice and like nature and cool. The Jersey that everybody judges is the one on the Jersey Turnpike when you're just coming out of New York City and And you see big cool. things that say drive safely and you're like, Oh, the Sopranos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And yes, that is part of New Jersey, but there's very beautiful parts of North New Jersey, too. Jersey is a Gemini. I, I could agree with that. I think there's now a new thing that we're going to have to do at some point, and that's the states as zodiac signs. I feel like we tried to do that once, and we were we talked about like doing it. There was a state that we... Maybe it was... Maybe it was Philly, just Philly in general we were talking about. So not yeah. a state, but like a city. Philly was something. I do remember that. Ohio is mayonnaise. That's a new Zodiac <laughs> sign that I'm going to add for Ohio. Mayonnaise. Done. Sold. Sold to every sandwich in Ohio. <laughs> Nothing makes sense. Okay. Also, every sandwich I eat usually has mayo on it. I love mayo. A lot Loose of tip taps. Yeah. yeah. Loose fingernails needs to fucking slap it. I might let her outside real quick. Okay. I Continue the joke. The j <laughs> I kind of forgot what I was saying. Oh, that I'm recording from my brother's basement in his new home today. Good job, Patrick. It is a beautiful home. They also have the ring security system, and it mm. made me feel very safe. Yeah, I love mine. So and I don't can, like can, to be alone. You can get there's an app called Neighbors, mm -hmm. and you can just be like Captain doesn't know, and people will post like this person walked on my property. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> look at this video of this person do you know this person which i guess really i'm just just totally fought against you being like yeah it's a nice part of jersey that you live in <laughs> but it is mostly lost animals and then they get yeah. found and it's really great everyone celebrates and no no one knows anyone's name it's just like neighbor two i also feel like you know people they they get nervous about their property so even if this person didn't do anything at all other than accidentally step on their grass you know I mean, the listeners don't know, but many moons ago we were recording, and oh, I yeah. had a whole thing happen with a person on my property while we were recording. I think that was the Corey episode. It was the Corey episode. Yeah. Yes. Indeed. Indeed it was. 
So go back, listen, let us know if you think anything weird was happening during that episode. Yeah. Did I play it off well? That's what I want to know. Did I play it off well and did Teresa edit it well? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so I felt very safe last night with the alarm system on because I I don't really love to be alone, especially in new places, but I slept very well and it was delightful. So now I'm in the basement and there's just some like random noises that happen. Like the boiler goes on and then like the heat kicks on and the the mini fridge makes a little like noise. So I'm just letting y'all know if there's a lot of like little weird noises. It's probably going to be fine. It's probably not even going to be anywhere near as loud as Rue's stomping. (laughs) It's our background ASMR. Yeah. Rue's tip-taps. Rue's tip-taps. Okay, so maybe we'll revisit the states as astrological signs. Okay, well, now that we just tried this for like the tenth, umph, millionth time, Mm -hmm. uh, when you were going into... The other room, I did what all people at this time do, and I was like, let me just hop on Facebook and wait. Right. While I was on Facebook, there was two things that I saw that I was just like, I need to take screenshots of them to to share them with you. Okay. One is just a dad joke that really, really, really cracks me up. Okay. Orion's belt is a big waste of space. Terrible <laughs> Only three stars. <laughs> nice. And what I saw was somebody who shared a post and it just said, nothing will test your patience as much as just simply existing in New Jersey. <laughs> I was like, all right, that's that's where we're going here. That's that's how we're living. That is Yeah, the universe is just like, shut up, Rachel. Jersey is the Sopranos. <laughs> the end. And then I full just stop. Full stop, and then I cry. Because I don't know. Because I want. Because to. good. It's a good release. This good Pisces release. season. Yeah. This Pisces season. How is the Pisces season treating you? I feel like time? I've been very tired the past two days. As we've discussed earlier, I've been house sitting for my brother, and I've just been sleeping. That's all I've been doing. It's just nap time central. So you've just needed sleep? Yeah. I guess also with the full moon, though, it's a little odd because usually full moons, I don't need sleep. It's usually the opposite. For me, it's not. It's I do need sleep during the full moons, and I can't. Mm. That's true. That's my thing, is I can't sleep, and it's really annoying. It's really... Really, but I guess I have been sleeping. Okay, yeah, weird. So Ozzy, I don't know if he is the do- is my brother's dog that I've been hanging out with this weekend, and I don't know if he's just like nervous because my brother's not here or what. But he woke me up like every two hours to go out yesterday. I'm really glad that you said my brother's dog because I thought you were going to start telling me something about Ozzy Osbourne. i'm not up on the ozzy osbourne news unfortunately yo he just basically told kanye to fucking kick it because i did see that which made me happy 
He's like, that's yeah. fucking anti-Semite. No, you can't use my music. I was like, yeah, Ozzy, get him. Get him. Get him. Get him. Um, <laughs> yeah. Which one of your dogs was that? That was Rue. Mm. <laughs> or Tessie. Or Mags. It was Mags. It was Mags. It was Schmaggies. I have a thing that I just need to share. Yeah, please do. Because it is Pisces season, and I don't know why. This really isn't very Pisces, but, like, it also is. Okay. I've recently started making my own bread. Nice. And I know that I'm really late to the game on that. But it was like no everyone was just thing. doing, like, sourdough mm -hmm. starter, right? I have gone down a whole fucking rabbit hole. <laughs> I never knew that, like, bread could actually make you feel good. Yeah, because it's all processed, the bread that you've eaten, eaten, eaten in the past. Yeah, but, like, I've had good bread, you know, mm -hmm. but I've also been getting all, like, the bougie stuff, like Bob's mm -hmm. Bread Mill, and I've got, like, coconut sugar and, you know, all that kind of jazz. More uh, elevated ingredients. I am still going to stick with bougie. I'm still going to stick <laughs> with, the, with the terminology of bougie. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's really a life changer, and I just need to share that. I just need everyone to go to a thrift store, get themselves a $5 bread maker, because you don't need to be spending $300 on a fucking bread maker. Clean the bread maker, and make your own bread, and save the world. What is this bread maker? It's a hibachi three. Okay. Or something like that. I don't know. We got it for $5. Can you describe what it looks like? It's like a machine thing. It's like a real tall toaster. Okay. And you just throw your ingredients in it. You press the button. Three hours later, bread. Interesting. But I do understand why they're like, it's the best thing created since sliced bread. Like, it is a bitch. <laughs> constantly be having to slice the bread it makes the bread go so quick I've just been flying through bread I'm sure yeah well, it's great and I feel better make your bread yeah less chemicals less ingredients bougier ingredients better bread mm -hmm. better mm -hmm. bread and I feel like you having a bread maker is so Gemini because it's like, I want to do this, but I need to do it in the quickest and most convenient way possible. So absolutely. Yeah. 100%. Like I love my chickens. I love the garden thing and it takes a lot of work, but then like once it's done, it's done and mm -hmm. be doing the things. You just got to do some upkeep. Got to clean that chicken coop every once in a while. Make sure they're fed. Get the eggs. Yep. Throw some bougie shit in a little machine. I put a little maple syrup in this bitch. Nice. Mm -hmm. I love maple syrup. Mm -hmm. So are you making bread like every day? Yeah. Nice. Maybe every other day, but we're like really going through a lot of bread. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's great though. It's great. Yeah. It also like will go bad quick. Right. Because it doesn't have a million things in it. Yeah, no preservatives. Or yeah. not as many preservatives. Yeah. 
Well, I support you on this bread journey. Sounds delicious. Yeah. And I'm excited to try your bread. I don't know why it feels Pisces to me. It's not. It's definitely more Taurus-y. It's just cozy. Yeah, Pisces does give me a little cozy. Like a little cozy. Yeah. 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 So cozy. You know who else is so cozy? Mr. Rogers and his sweaters. He's so cozy all the time. I'm really I'm excited. Have I did I imagine that he takes on and off his shoes or does he do that? He does. Cuz I feel like that's also a cozy thing. Like there's to me there's nothing more cozy than like comfortable socks, no shoes. Mm-hmm. Nice little sweater, maybe a blanket. So Pisces is very cozy too? I would say so. They just like to be comfortable. They don't want to be restricted. That gives me Taurus, but it's not, you know, one trait isn't just for one zodiac sign. Yeah, I would say where Taurus, Cancer, and Pisces clasp hands is in the coziness. They're like, yo, let's get comfy. Aiden, Aiden is a Pisces, and he definitely, he loves himself soft things, which I do too. Get an itchy thing the fuck away from me. I only want soft. I also feel like the people that used to wear their pajamas to school, high school probably have some Pisces placements. You know, I look back with regret. <laughs> yeah. I was out there doing the most in high school. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. I didn't need to be doing it. Yeah. I did not. They, the people who wore their pajamas to school, they had it right. They did. They had it right. Also, I don't know why, but you know, like that cat in the hat, red red and white hat. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That feels like very Pisces and Gemini That feels to me. Pisces. Yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> I would say Pisces and Gemini. That gives me Aquarius all day. True. Yeah, I guess. Just but like- I guess those probably are three of the weirdest signs. The most unique the most Sweet. individualistic. Sweet. Yeah. Add Sagittarius in there, I would say. Mm-hmm. 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 Mr. Rogers wasn't Leo. You have you have a little history. I have a, a wee little history on, on our Mr. on our Pisces that we're gonna talk about today. I do. I I I got a timeline and I got a short but detailed bio. Which would you prefer? I don't know. Okay. I feel like we could do both because I feel like the timeline gives more info. Okay. Fred Rogers, widely known as Mr. Rogers, was an American television personality, producer, and a Presbyterian minister. See, you should have said and hero. And hero. <laughs> Born in 1928 in Latrobe, Pennsylvania, he created and hosted the iconic children television show Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood from 1968 to 2001. That's a long ass time. That is a long ass time. That's a that's a whole life worth of time. I feel like that is also true. Yeah. 
Rogers dedicated his career to educating and nurturing children, emphasizing kindness, empathy, and self-worth. His impact on children's programming and education is profound, leaving a lasting legacy. Fred Rogers passed away in 2003, but his contributions continue to inspire generations. And podcast. Forever. <laughs> Perfect. I think it's wild that he only died two years after he stopped doing the show 1928 to 2001 so he was he was up there still still rocking out yeah Mm -hmm. facts facts I i don't know what that math is he died at the age of 74 it said so he was working until he was like 72 which is crazy which I guess now it's not that crazy, but like to think about being a television personality for that amount of time, 1968 to 2001, it's a long time. I want to reframe your capitalistic mindset right now and tell you that it is crazy to keep working till you're 70, whatever. It's <laughs> true. <laughs> now. You're right. But he was, I think for him it makes more sense because he was like. He was a person for the, the children. Yeah. What about the children? So I also have a little short timeline of his life, which goes into some of more of his accomplishments, which I'll start from when he was born, born on March 20th, 1928, which also is really interesting to me because I know that to be the day that the sun moves into Aries. So he's not only a Pisces and has multiple Pisces placements, but he's also at this like 29 degree last burst of energy Pisces. Mm. So does that make him the most Pisces Pisces ever to ever I mean, exist? I think when considering like what his other placements are. Yes. Yeah. Even though they're all not at 29 degrees, but like, yes. So we'll get into that in just a moment here. Stay tuned. So in 1951, Fred Rogers graduated from Rollins College with a degree in music composition. In 1953, he married Sarah Joanne Bird. From 1954 to to 1961, he worked at NBC as a floor director on various shows, including The Voice of Firestone and The Kate Smith Hour. Don't know anything about either one of those shows. No, neither do I. (laughs) But apparently they were important because they were mentioned. (laughs) Yeah. In 1963, he was ordained as a Presbyterian minister. In 1966 through 1967, he started to develop and host precursors to Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood called Mr. Rogers. But it's all one word, which is interesting. Mm. And then as from 1968 to 2001, as we discussed, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood airs on PBS, becoming iconic and beloved children's television show. In 1971, Mr. Rogers testified before the U.S. Senate Subcommittee on Communications advocating for public television. And in in 1984, he received a Presidential Medal of Freedom for his contributions to children's television. What a gem. 
2001, Mr. Rogers concludes its run, and on February 27th, 2003, he dies at the age of 74. <laughs> which is interesting. That's my father's birthday, which is oh. interesting. But also, he also he lived and he died in Pisces season. A true Pisces, for real, for real. He's also listen. from Pennsylvania, so he's he a, he's an East Coast boy. He's an East Coast boy. Listen, listen. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you these placements. Okay, I'm ready. Okay, I think we got it. We got to let the people know how Pisces he. We just keep talking about how Pisces he is. We're not telling them why. We're keeping them on the edge of their seat. So close to the edge. All right, listen, 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 guys. <laughs> Sun, Moon. Mercury and Venus all in Pisces. Such a sweet little angel. He's just a little baby. <laughs> he is just a little baby. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, Sun in Pisces, Moon in Pisces, Mercury in Pisces, Venus in Pisces, Mars is Aquarius, Jupiter is Aries, Saturn in Sagittarius, Uranus yours in aries mm. neptune in leo pluto in cancer north node in the gemini mm -hmm. chiron's taurus ascendant is taurus which that for me though See? like there's the cos that's it there's there's your need for cos comfy cos that's absolutely it and it's his trauma <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> Pisces sun, Pisces moon, Taurus rising. That is what his sweaters are made of. A hundred percent. So comfortable. Also, though, with his Chiron also being in the sign of Taurus, and I believe Chiron is in the 12th house. Yeah. His security, like the need for security and safety is so real. That I feel like the way that he healed through that was to make other people feel safe. You know, just his general aura and energy just not only made children feel safe, but also people of all ages, you know? Yeah. So he was bullied during his childhood, dealt with depression and struggles with his weight. He endured painful shame and loneliness and spent time in bed feeling isolated. Mm -mm. I literally but typed in, what trauma did Mr. Rogers deal with? <laughs> nice. <laughs> Thanks, Google. I also he just also want to- suffered from severe asthma, scarlet fever, and every imaginable childhood disease. It's literally what it says. Oh my god. Well, yeah, 1928 wasn't really- uh the best time <laughs> yeah he thought he had no friends but then he created his friends over a course of three decades i feel like people will will forever know who mr rogers is yes it's true it's very true i is just want to say that his middle name is mcfeely no it's not it says it on Astro Charts. Fred McFeely Rogers. 
listen, I don't like it because there's a side here that could be bad. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. I think that they should take that off of there. <laughs> like, I'm just going to keep playing in La La Land with Dr. Mr. Rogers Pete being a fantastic Rogers. human being, and I hope no one ever proves me wrong. Because there's I a agree. lot of things that could point to a different human. I agree. But I also feel like at this point in the game, we would have known by now. That's true. After, like, the Me Too movement and everything, that definitely would have come out already. For sure. Okay. I'm hopeful. So he needs security. He was bullied. Yeah. Yo, and fuck those guys. Fuck those guys for real. I bet you what if they were just Homer Simpson in one day. Just beer in hand, other hand, and or Ted, or not Ted Bundy. Uh. <laughs> you ever watch the show Young Sheldon? No, no. Okay, but I feel what's like that show with the guy that would sit on the sofa and he put his hands down his pants and drink beer, and he had uh, the two married kids with the... children. Yes, thank you. That guy, like, I hope Al people... Bundy. Al Bundy. Yeah, I'm like Ted Bundy. That's not. We're not doing that. Um. <laughs> I hope these kids grow up being an Al Bundy, but like the miserable side. Yeah. And they're just drinking beer one morning, just angry. And their kids are like, Dad, put on PBS. <laughs> I want to watch Mr. Rogers. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I was that definitely it. happened. It did. It did. And that I live for. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Rogers gives me young Sheldon vibes. So it's like the show before the Big Bang Theory as like yeah. who Sheldon was as a kid. Yeah. I just feel like the energy of that is like so similar. Like I feel like he would come into school with his like little suits and bow ties on. Like and that's maybe why he was bullied as a kid too. You know, because he, I don't know. Now we're just making up stories about Mr. Rogers. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. But that's what I'm envisioning, and that's why he was bullied. And I'm also a huge fan of kids in suits and bow ties. Yeah. It's cute. I just think it's Young Shelton's though. actually a pretty good show. I, I recommend it. It's a good little uh little little comedy, you know. What's yeah, it called? No, see, like, I just finished True Detective. We are not yes. the same, okay? <laughs> Well, I don't really can watch as young Sheldon. I just catch some episodes here and there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Backpedal. I, I am. You're number right. one fan. <laughs> no, I wouldn't say number one. Ken and I, uh, well, actually, Ken and I are not watching Supernatural right now. Margo and I are watching Supernatural right now. Not together. We both just discovered that we were rewatching it at the same time and we're like caught like around the same place. Nice. Supernatural is a commitment. It's 15 seasons. Yeah, I've never, I've never, <laughs> I haven't watched it. All right, any, any of these places? Yeah, so. Pisces places? A lot of his placements are in the 11th house, which is interesting because it's all about community. So I feel like with oh. his 
moon and his Venus and his Mercury are all in the 11th house. It just, to me, it makes sense that he would present in such an emotional and vulnerable and empathic way to other people to make them feel loved and safe and protected. Mm -hmm. And also his, what I thought for a second that his midheaven was in Aquarius, but it's actually in Capricorn, which to me is also really interesting because he does give those dad vibes, you know? He's puff up. He's puff up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's how Pop he'll be Rogers. remembered. Pop up Rogers. Yeah, because like, I don't know if I can give him the dad, because that's a slippery slope to Zaddy, which is mm. to Saturn. Yeah. He doesn't give me Saturn vibes. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No. No. But pop up all day. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah he's pop up all day. And then his Aquarius Mars is also in the 10th house, so he does still have Aquarius happening there. Which makes sense because of the humanitarianism, community, like caring for a nation, making things, taking action on how to make the world a better place, yeah. things of that nature. I just feel like he has so much love in his little heart to give, especially with having a Pisces Venus is such, to me, it feels like a hard placement. Because even though Venus and Pisces are both so, like, love, care, cuddles, coziness, commitment, all of those things, I feel like it puts overload on love, you know? And then also with his moon being there, like, the emotion is also in the sign of Pisces, and the, the sun is in the sign of Pisces, and the way that he communicates, it's just, like, it makes sense how he could make somebody just feel like the most loved ever but i feel like that's also could be to a detriment with yeah like it could like as you're saying it i'm like maybe there was no one that could actually provide him with what he needed as a child yeah and that's why he wanted to give it to other people yeah like the best he could like, we all ended up benefiting from it. Yeah. But, like, there was no way. Like, he had to go through that bullshit. So he could make people feel loved and cared for and supported. Little pop-up. <laughs> I wish he could have come to Adahadas. He would Great. just live in that cuddle puddle. Yeah, he would. <laughs> Everyone just hug him all the time. I think yeah. I think I need somebody to get a cardboard cutout of Mr. Rogers. And we can all just hug it whenever mm -hmm. we need a hug. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. a good idea. Yeah. Maybe we can like put it on some pillows so that yeah. it's like, you know, give it a hug. Little Come cute. hug Mr. Rogers. Mm. <laughs> you just got out of an inner child healing class. Here's Mr. Rogers to give you a hug. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Also, the Aries Jupiter, it is in the 12th house, so I feel like it is a little hidden, but to me, it's kind of like 
putting the expansion on the creation of things. Like, he definitely was a catalyst to starting a, like, not only informational, educational, and changed, like, children's television forever, you know? Like, he is somebody who can expand on things, even if he's not somebody that's, like, fully in the spotlight all the time, making these things happen. I feel like he's really good at starting the thing and letting it rise from there. So I think he's a really good, not only, it's it's beautiful because he has all of this really deep, deep love to give with this Aquarius Mars that allows him to really step into his power of how, do, how can I help the world in the 10th house of like how he's going to be remembered, but then also... Yeah has this Aries Jupiter of just getting things going, getting things started and commitment. And I just feel like also, like you said, with the Taurus rising, making him also just like this really cozy and warm person, but with the Chiron also questioning security. And I find actually a Pluto in cancer really interesting too. Like, what was that like? Yeah. What is that like? Hold please. I feel like and generationally, like, is it all about just learning how to nurture? Like, how do we... No. Right. <laughs> Major changes in emotional and family issues in private relationships and in the patriotic vein. Yeah, because I feel like that wasn't a super nurturing time. <laughs> no, at all. I'm saying, like, so it was like learning how to, well, it, yeah, I mean, learning how to do that because it's not something that is there, you know, like it's teaching a generation how to do that. I don't know, because it definitely doesn't feel like that, the, the 1920s and 30s. No, it's like everything leading up to the war. Right. And then it went to Leo and shit popped off. Yep. Leo's popping off. Yep. You know him. <laughs> I also love that he has the Gemini North Node because I feel like that, which also puts him having the Sagittarius South Node because I feel like with that also, he came from a place of just being really full of wisdom and being like I, I I probably said this before but they say that when your south node the sign that your south node is in could potentially be the sign that you were in the last life mm -hmm. so I would find it really interesting if that's where Mr. Rogers came from this really like Sagittarius like fiery excited smart but like funny and like wisdom based sign into this Pisces yeah. <laughs> super Pisces overload it's like we need to we need, this lifetime you need to learn how to soften you need to learn how to chill you Don't know you just sit down <laughs> yeah <laughs> but what i was saying with the gemini north node it to me that's really interesting because he had such a huge focus on education and communication and learning and all of that so i could see how he would like master that in his lifetime yeah the gemini energy for sure and that's his only placement in Gemini, so it's not like there's any other amplification of it. But 
he definitely is somebody who cared a lot about communication and creation and well, education and all of those things that are very Gemini. Yeah. And then a Saturn Sagittarius. Sagittarius Saturn. I feel like that feels a little spunky too. <laughs> a little spunky. A little spunky. Why does that feel spunky? I don't know. To me, it kind of feels like through destruction, how, like, what do we build out of it? Because I feel like Scorpio is all about, like, destruction and tearing things down. And then Sagittarius comes in and it's like, okay, so where is, what, like, what kind of philosophies are we looking at? How do we rebuild this mm -hmm. kind of thing? Hmm. So I feel like it, it gives him the ideals that he had and the uh like it, like it, it's another form of the inspiration that he has to make people feel good make things feel better it contribute to the world yeah it also says that his birth time is excellent which is interesting it is <laughs> i did i did notice that when i looked it up i was like oh but it does i mean there's even if it didn't say excellent like the, the like that would be my guess still. Yeah. <laughs> so like there's it's so right that it's right. Yeah. Like, it's like no oh. way that that's wrong. That is an excellent. They're right. That is excellent. That's exactly <laughs> what it needs to be and I'm happy yeah. that's what it is. Thanks thanks Astro Charts. You're mm -hmm. excellent. <laughs> Astro Charts is excellent. It is excellent. I like Big Astro fan. Charts. Big fan. And it's it's also aesthetically pleasing. Like, yes. I like Astro Seek because it has more options on it. So I can go from a natal chart to like a solar return chart to progressions all on one page. So I like it for that. But if I want something that I can just look at that's like clear cut and concise, Astro Charts for sure. This is what I need every time we do this Astro Charts. Yeah. I just need the facts. And then I'll let my brain do the dumb shit. <laughs> also, so whenever people like send me charts from apps that I don't know, I'm like, I know I'm an astrologer, but I cannot read this. Can you please go to this website yeah. and screenshot this chart? Because my eyes are just not computing on this chart right not now. Happening. It's not happening. Not today. Yeah. Not ever. <laughs> not ever. Um, I feel that. So his empty houses are the fourth house. We have the sixth house is empty, the seventh house, and the ninth house, and everything else has stuff in it, which is interesting. The sixth house daily habits. I feel like he's definitely somebody that has a routine, even if he I just mean, portrays somebody with a routine on TV, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like he was at the level, though, that, like, you can't be making that shit up. Right. Yeah. You know. No, this is really what he did every day. I feel like he really was who he was on TV. You he know, he always loved sweaters. You know, it wasn't anything new. <laughs> they say don't meet your heroes. I would meet Mister Rogers, and I don't think I would be disappointed. I fucking hope not. I know. I keep just having this underlying like it's he's too good to be true type of feel. Hmm. But I don't want to. I'm just a jaded human being, <laughs> like that. Like that thing said earlier. It's like it's just just struggle. Just existing in Jersey is 
wild, you know. Yeah. <laughs> that's just who I am. Like, that's it. I feel like anywhere in the tri-state area is kind of wild to exist in. That's true. That's very true. I have some quotes. Oh, wait. You were talking about empty houses. Or do you want to... Oh, that's all I just wanted to say is, like... And then the seventh house is empty, house of relationships. It's ruled by Scorpio, which to me is, like, that depth. Like, it's so deep. Even if there aren't any placements in there, like, he... I could see how deep he might... He may potentially be in relationships obviously because of all of the Pisces placements, but then also this like Scorpio ruled seventh house of relationships. It's just like how deep is your love? Is how love the deep ocean? Is your love? I love that song. Is it like wow. Um <laughs> Yes. And then the ninth house is ruled by Capricorn with nothing in it. And that's higher learning. So that makes sense to me. Also another regimented Thing, like literally went to speak at the senate about why education is important you know yeah um yeah and then the fourth house cancer i mean Which, i don't wait, know what his wait before we continue though can we yeah. talk about mr rogers went to the senate to talk about why education is important yeah do you yeah. not find that sentence to be fucking hilarious because I find that sentence to be fucking hilarious. Like, everything about that sentence, it makes me shake my head and laugh and throw my hands up. Like, that's how I'm just like, yep, that's that tracks. Yeah. And that was also in a time where I feel like there was more emphasis on education. So imagine now what it what Mr. Rogers would have to say. Yeah. He... You know, he did good. He got out when he had a good time. Yeah. Got out at a good he, time. He was an advocate for public broadcasting. He testified before the U.S. Senate on communications in 1969, emphasizing the importance of funding for public television, which eventually led to support for educational programming. Yeah. And he did a lot of, like, advocacy work for it. Why does anyone need to tell somebody in the Senate, though, that education is important? Because they be big dumb dumb heads. Ugh. Big stinking dumb dumb heads. You're not wrong. You are not wrong. So hit miss with some Mr. Rogers quotes. And then what I also want you to hit me with is some people that may have been born on the day that this episode comes out, which is February 29th. Which is the year of leaping. A day. That does not exist. The day that does not exist. Today that does not exist. All right. All right. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to read you some quotes that Mr. Rogers himself done did say. And I want you to tell me what placement of his is who really said it. All right. I'm ready. I'm going in blind. Okay. I go blind. Yeah. All right. Um. As human beings, our job in life is to help people realize how rare and, and valuable each one of us really is. That each of us has something that no one else has or ever will have. Something inside that is unique to all time. It's our job to encourage each other to discover that uniqueness and to provide ways of developing its expression. 
class is starting early this year. We're at Anahata's, honey. I know. <laughs> Rachel, that's your class this year. Just Mr. Rogers quotes, quotes. And dissecting them and, <laughs> and making them yeah. so emotional. Like, what emotion does this stir in you? <laughs> that's, I like it. Um, okay, so Aquarius Mars and Pisces Moon and Pisces Venus, I feel like are all of those together. I want him to have more Aquarius placements, but I know that Aquarius and Pisces clasp hands on a lot of things. Yeah. But I do want him to have more Aquarius placements. But then again, like, like I said earlier, even though his midheaven is ruled by Capricorn, like it is mostly in Aquarius. So That's I guess true. he does. He does. He does. That quote was so beautiful, though. I love it. It really, yeah. There's some, there's some goodies here. Um, forgiveness is a strange thing. It can sometimes be easier to forgive our enemies than our friends. It can be hardest of all to forgive people we love. Like all of life's important coping skills, the ability to forgive and the capacity to let go of resentments most likely take root very early in our lives. Taurus. The Chiron. Yeah. 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 That sense of security. Mm. The need for foundations. Yeah. The not, you know, the. I mean, this is like a profound quote. It yeah. It's very true. Like, you take advantage of the ones you love, yada, yada, yada. And like being, like, it just being. The idea of forgiveness in terms to our enemies versus our friends. Yeah. Yeah. How many times have you noticed that it's the little quiet moments in the midst of life that seem to give the rest extra special meaning? Aw. Pisces sun. Mm. Mm -hmm. It's just like this perspective on life, you know? I also feel like maybe even his Taurus rising there, too. Just like sitting and being in silence and realizing just how beautiful life could really be. I feel like that's a Taurian thing. A very Vesunian energy, you yeah. know? Yeah. Yeah, I I see that. I vibe with that. And I agree with that. Um, oh, wow. All three. All of them. <laughs> In times of stress, the best thing we can do for each other is to listen with our ears and our hearts and to be assured that our questions are just as important as our answers. Mm. I feel like the Gemini North Node kind of because it's about collecting information. You know, it's mm. being aware and present for the questions that are the big questions that are out there and wanting the answers so maybe that like north node south node axis why not both there's so many good ones i know it's really easy to fall into the trap of believing that what we do is more important than what we are of course it's the opposite that's true what we are ultimately determines what we do hmm yeah, I feel like those are his his fire placements, his uh, Aries, Jupiter, and his Sagittarius, Saturn. 
and even maybe his midheaven in Capricorn too. We are what we are. We do what we do. So do what's right because at the end of the day, you are not only who you surround yourself with, but your integrity, your commitment to things. There's 45 quotes here. Obviously, we're not going through all them. Hit me with hit me with one more. Let's do one more. It's hard to just pick one. Like I'm going through and I'm like. Number 33. The world needs a sense of worth. And it will achieve it only by its people feeling that they are worthwhile. Try your best to make goodness attractive. That's one of the toughest assignments you'll ever be given. Wowza. Well, worth is associated with Taurus. So I'm going to mm. do that, obviously. Mm. But mm. I also feel like that's a good mixture of his big three. Pisces, yeah. Sun, Moon, and Taurus Rising. True. I think it's True. I think it's the whole chart. That's the whole dang chart, Roth. That's the whole dang thing right there. If I ever did know me a chart, the whole kit and caboodle. The whole kit and caboodle chart right there. That's what that is. It is indeed. <laughs> okay, but I need to just add in number thirty-one real quick. Okay. The only thing evil can't stand is forgiveness. Oh. That's his Scorpio uh, seventh house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm here for it, though. I'm super here for it. We love you, Mr. Rogers. We do. Thanks for all the love. Mr. Rogers is my religion. <laughs> the end. <laughs> Mic drop. The end. Also, new merch. That is that is the new merch right there. Trademark. Trademark. Uh <laughs> Yeah, Mr. Rogers is my religion. Leap years. So, the day that doesn't exist, but does exist, mm -hmm. but doesn't exist, and let's just jargon and dumb shit, because people just couldn't, like, you know, chill. Right. It's really stupid. I'm not going to lie. I don't love it. And I feel like <laughs> it makes no sense to me when we could just live life on a better schedule, better, better could, calendar. We could just live, laugh, and love. We could. <laughs> Macy from Witch Pit Amateur Hour covered Leap Year mm -hmm. uh, and went real ham into it. So no need for us to do that if you guys really want to like learn about it. But one of the things that she did touch on that I really, really appreciated and liked was how the Leap Year is kind of a liminal space. Mm. because it's like not always there it doesn't always exist like it's this weird thing so uh using it like as the day to do stuff you normally wouldn't do that was kind mm. of her her take in i like that in two seconds right so all of these people are just liminal space people mm -hmm. all these people that I'm, I'm gonna mention that were born on yeah, I saw an article came up on my Facebook probably that was just essentially saying that this woman is turning 100 this year, but really she's turning 25 because of the way that leap years work. You know what? I mean, do we get any older than 25? I mean, I always just feel 25. That's true. That's a I'm good age. I'm 35. I feel 25 in my brain. Yeah. 
for sure. Yeah. Um, and this is just another example of time not being real and age just being a number and none of it's real. And please remind me to talk to you about the moon after we're done this. Hail CERN. Hail CERN. Because nothing's fucking real. Um, there's not a ton of people, but there's 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 two and a half that I I want to touch on. Okay. The first one being uh, a really good friend of yours. Mine. Uh, yeah, Sir okay. Sir Tony Robbins. Oh, my bestie. Your bestie <laughs> who you reached out to. I did. I Trying gave it a try. A, you know what? You yeah. That's I'm glad. Why not? If you it don't was ask, all, it was a no anyway. Try. Yep. Exactly. Um, but yeah, Tony Robbins was born on a leap year, which he doesn't exist. Like he is something that is just like doesn't make sense. Yeah, I agree with that. It, I feel like he. I don't know. Like, yeah, th that's just the perfect way to put it. He doesn't exist. <laughs> how, like, how did that happen? Like, how is his, how is his story, how is he real? How yeah. are all of the things, nothing makes any sense from his, like, he's a giant yeah. with the deepest voice in the whole wide world. And then was like raised in a horrible situation and ended up like counseling Clinton yeah. And now it's just like throwing these crazy retreats, making all this money, cold plunging every morning. And it's just like, I don't understand where you came from. Who who are you, sir? All right. <laughs> okay. He he this is just also feeds into our theory about Pisces being aliens and more alien like than Aquarius, where Aquarius is like AI, Pisces is just otherworldly. Yes. So yeah. he has a Pisces son, Tony Robbins. We want, we're not going to go too deep into it, but the birth time does say excellent. So I felt like it was important that we just let you know what's happening yeah, no. there with Tony Robbins. I also don't have it up, so I would love to know what else you know about this, this man. It says, it says it's excellent, so let's go. Uh, oh, let's go. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Pisces son, Aries moon, which is my friend. Hmm. I should have I should have led with that. I'd be like, but, but we both have Aries moons. <laughs> you should have led with that. Uh, Pisces Mercury, Aquarius Venus, Aquarius Mars, Sagittarius Jupiter, Capricorn Saturn, Leo Uranus, Neptune Scorpio, Pluto Virgo, North Node Virgo, Chiron and Aquarius. Libra rising, Cancer midheaven. Makes sense. It does. It makes sense. And especially with all of his success, and he has the Sagittarius, Sagittarius Jupiter. Jupiter. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And with all the Aquarius placements and being like super humanitarian. Yeah. The compassionate speeches through his Pisces Mercury. And also, like, even the Libra rising to me, excuse me, makes a lot of sense, because... Libra rising absolutely makes sense to me. Go ahead, I'm it's sorry. A, no, it's just, I feel like it's all about how to feel good on the outside. <laughs> you know? Feel good on the inside, but also 
how to make it look good on the outside. You know what I mean? Yeah. Have you ever like watched the documentary on him? No. It's it's good. His wife's just straight up doing Reiki on people. Nice. And and he does have that cancer midheaven, so that's all about healing and helping other people heal and all of that stuff. A lot of uh medical professionals have cancer midheaven. So I feel like, yeah. So I feel like self-help makes sense. I I now feel like I need to go investigate like half of my family. <laughs> half of them are in the in the medical world. Yeah. So Tony Robbins isn't real, because neither no. is is Leap Day. Okay. The next person that I want to bring up to you also doesn't really exist, and that would be Ja Rule. Charul. Um, he's not always on time. No. I don't even know where he is. He's not always there when you call. Oh. But he is always on time. No, That's he's what not. it is. No, he's not. He's not always on time. Um Charul. Wasn't expecting that to come out of your mouth at all. <laughs> ja Rule gives me so much anxiety. So, you don't have a birth time for Ja Rule, but Pisces Sun, Pisces Moon, Aquarius Mercury, Aquarius Venus, Gemini Mars, Jupiter in Aries, Saturn in Cancer, Uranus in Scorpio, Neptune in Sagittarius, Pluto in Libra, North Node in Scorpio, Chiron in Aries. I feel like I blacked out for all of that. I just need to tell I just need you to tell me where does Firefest come into the play? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I, I don't know, but I feel like he I don't to me he kind of feels like either an Aries rising or a Gemini rising cuz he's just so like jaw rule. <laughs> he's not always there when you call. He's always, he's always on, time. on time. That's pretty Gemini. That is very Gemini. Like, I'm not around, but if you fucking need me, I will be there in two seconds. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not there for, like, the everyday let's chat all the time. But yeah. If you need me, I'm always on time. <laughs> yeah, ja Rule, that was just one thing. I just, I mean, I he used is- to fucking love Ja Rule. Yeah. But then I just I I watched Fire Festival. Like I was leaving to go do Anahata's. It was the only one that we did in the summer. Mhm. So like I was standing there in my living room like I couldn't stop watching it but like I needed to go. Yeah. And I was just it was just panic. I was just having panic. This was the second Anahata's. Right. I was watching it like <gasps> <laughs> Now people are coming in with different kinds of expectations and shit. Not that like you would ever need to worry about that because I feel like you're so organized and anal and even, put it's together. Not even, it's not even about any of that. I was literally like, what if something happens and I got to give people peanut butter and jelly sandwiches? <laughs> yeah. And then so I can't. Thanks, Ja Rule. And then. And then I just got to disappear because, like, like, what? What? 
<laughs> what? Anyway, okay. So the third one. My okay. third and final person, famous person, that was born on Leap Day. I think, I mean, in my opinion, is very, very important. Do you want, do you want to know who it is? It's the most important oh. leap to your birthday. Yeah. Yeah. Superman. Oh, shit. Superman was born on Leap Day, which is fitting for someone who is superhuman and doesn't, it is not a human, it doesn't exist. It's not real. Yeah, for sure. Did so you that's know that when Superman was no, a I did not know. Baby? So it was when, like, the first Superman came out. No, I think it's like his actual, the character celebrates his birthday. When I Googled it, it says February 12th. For his birthday? Mm-hmm. A Superman on Leap Year Baby. Clark Kent is an alien originally from the planet Krypton, who is also a Leap Baby. One of the earliest signs of Superman being born on the Leap Day is a 1976 calendar that recognizes February 29th as the superhero's birthday. So I'm just going to pull up that date then, because then the internet is a liar. Yeah. DC Comic Calendar confirms that his birthday is on February 29th. Rude. Does it say where he was born? (laughs) No, obviously not. (laughs) I mean, we're not going to be able to look it up because it's not going to, it's not here on Earth where he was born. Damn it. I feel like he definitely has some Aries placements, though, for sure. Mm, Yeah. And Aquarius. Yeah. I would really like to get the full, I'm sure it's on here, the DC birth, the DC calendar. Why is everyone in February? It says Batman was on the 19th. Maybe February is a special month. So that makes Batman a Pisces also. Which, <laughs> yes. He's like, the day it changes. Yeah. No, Batman feels more Aquarius to me, though. So maybe he's in that, like, 29th degree. Very, like, a loner. Very uh, elusive. Hmm. You know? I feel like Batman's uh, Superman is like more for the people. Not that Batman isn't, but he's very much like I'm alone. I'm yeah, alone. I'm a loner, Dottie. A rebel. <laughs> I just found something here, mm-hmm. and it's a clip from a comic, and it's uh, this guy who is not Superman in a blue cape talking to Superman, and he says. False. I am also an expert astrologer. Using the June 18th birth date, I cast your horoscope, but the stars did not align. No, instead the astrological laws point to Clark Kent being born on another date. February 29th. Superman's birthday. Why do you claim June 18th is your birthday? And then Superman goes, being an abandoned orphan, I never knew my real birthday. June 18th was the day the Kents, my foster parents, found me. Oh. So close to your birthday. I know. So they thought. They thought he was a Gemini. They thought he was a Gemini. But he was a Pisces. Which. Similar. 
similar. They can clasp hands. They all clasp hands. They do. They all Bring do. around the rosy. <laughs> creepy. Which is creepy as fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Super creep. <laughs> all right. So those are some leap year folks. That's the folks of leap year. You wanted to talk about the moon. Oh, all right. Listen, everyone's going to think I'm insane, but I'm hoping that there's somebody else out there that saw this or can figure out a reason why, because my brain is still just going, nope, nope. Okay. Not a thing. Nope. So this was right before Valentine's Day. I don't know if this was like 12, 13. I don't know. It was around that time. Mm Mm-hmm. Just getting ready for bed, and we're just laying down. John and I were just laying down, and I have a lot of windows in my bedroom. Mm-hmm. And normally, the moon is in one of the windows this time of year, right? Like the 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 moon's not making drastic changes. Mm-hmm. Like it's a it you know cycles and shit. The moon was in a completely different window that like it should not be in until like the middle of summer. And John and I both noticed it. And we kind of just like, okay, this is a thing that's happening. And we're acknowledging the thing that's happening right now. Mm-hmm. But I don't have an answer. And it's it's been fucking us up so much. He keeps going, did you ask? Did you talk to Tree? Have you asked anyone about it? Have you tried to figure this out? Like we're like <laughs> literally like I forget about it all day. Yeah. And then he's like, "Do you like? Did you ask anyone?" I did not notice anything different with the moon, but that's wild. Well, the thing too is like John's the one who's like, "I need you to figure this out," and I'm like, "My brain isn't allowing me." Yeah, <laughs> it wants you to know. just completely shut it out. It wants to just shut it out. And okay. And then all of a sudden, Koji is like scared of me. I made this sound. I made like a like a kick in your tongue. Mm-hmm. And he like ran away from me. So I'm like, did we get abducted that night? Ooh, maybe. And Koji was like, what are you guys doing? And like the aliens made some horrifying click sound. And then I mm. made the click sound and now he's scared. He was scared well, of me for like a whole like day. He is they the alien protector. It, it was crazy. That is crazy. Like would not come near me. Wouldn't like if I looked at him, he like turned his head away. Mm. Not Koji. should talk to Coco about it. If any, if I, did anybody notice anything weird with the moon <laughs> a few weeks ago? Also, the moon is rusting. Have we not talked about it? Have we talked? I about don't it? think so. I don't know. I don't think so. The moon is rusting. It has hematite on it, and it's rusting. Which hematite translates into blood in Greek. Mm-hmm. So... So the sun will go dark, and the moon will be covered in blood. And that's when Jesus will return. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tell well. us all that we're doing great, sweetie. You're doing great. <laughs> yeah. So on that note, uh, Astro's. <laughs> yeah, Astro's the fuck out. Love you. Don't 
look at the moon for too long. Also, it's actually shaped like a lemon. Well, that's a wrap for another episode of Two Geminis and a Leo. Thank you so much for joining us. If you enjoyed the show, make sure to give that follow button a forehead kiss so you never miss an episode. And don't forget to leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform. If you want to stay connected, you can go to our website, Two Geminis and Leo, where you can connect with either of us or find all of our social media and Patreon platforms. So just search for Two Geminis and a Leo. And if you have any thoughts, questions, or topic suggestions, drop us a line. We'd love to get a transmission from you. Until next time, folks. Astro Hose out. out. Should we sing it? I think we should sing Astro-ho- it. Astro Ho. No, because that's up there forever. <laughs> yeah. But like the way you're saying it is funny. Astro Hose <laughs> out. Astro Hose 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 out.